you're now listening to The Unpopular Opinion, the R-U-O, your girl, Rondell, bringing you the latest on news, politics, entertainment, and more. Like, share, and tap in. What is up, y'all? And welcome to the Rondell's Unpopular Opinion Podcast. Shout out to you because you could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with me and I appreciate that and I appreciate each and every one of you. So tell a friend to tell a friend about the platform. Now, first of all, let me just say Happy New Year to all the unpopular opinions because I have not been on this platform since last year. So it's only respectful and right that I say Happy New Year to all you unpopular opinions and shout out to you for basically supporting the platform and we're here another year, all right? Now, I'm gonna be honest. I really don't know how long this episode is gonna be, but this is gonna be a very transparent episode this is gonna be something where I'm kind of really just flowing off the dome I do have some notes here or I outline some things because we need to have a conversation and I feel like this conversation is important and imperative because I'm gonna speak for content creators just straight up especially YouTube content creators because I feel as though the algorithm has changed or the platform itself honestly has changed so much over the past like five years even though I've only been a content creator for about two and a half two and a half years that I've seen it changed and it's just phenomenal and amazing and remarkable how much it has changed and sometimes I feel like the consumers are not fully cognizant and aware of what the content creators actually go through what we have to put up with in order to give them content and that's not to guilt trip them into making them support us as far as monetarily that's not what i'm hitting at it's just you know it would help to just you know show more gratitude and appreciation to content creators that you know are giving you good content and are doing research are doing editing are you know doing live streams for three four or five hours i i still don't understand how some content creators do that like i really don't but i'm gonna start with the pros of the platform right so one it's very very excuse me easily accessible two you can reach a lot of people in very little time right you can hit a live button you can upload something and literally it's out to the masses right and three it's a great way to communicate with people and build i'm gonna say within about two and a half years i jumped to 12,000 subscribers i would never even thought that would even be possible to do being that i felt like i was a girl from the hood with an opinion and that it needed to just be said because i'm thinking to myself am i the only one who thinks like this i can't be the only one thinking this so i gotta say it and maybe somebody be like damn you know what i'm saying like i feel the same way too so that's kind of really how i really even started and i started from literally using the spreaker app on spreaker to coming to youtube and it turning into you know me doing commentary to me breaking some stories me covering some stories me doing interviews me doing documentaries on patreon like it's just been crazy i i would never think that it would even get this far or that i would even be this invested so it does have some good things to it right but i'm kind of really here because i'm really honestly stuck between a rock and a hard place of what i'm going to do long term with the channel i don't know whether or not i'm going to eventually we myself off of that platform i kind of feel like i am eventually at some point that is definitely going to come to an end i don't know when 
I don't know whether or not I want to just fall back from it and just give more time to platforms like this, platforms like Patreon, because I just don't feel the same way about YouTube. Like I just don't. And if you know me long enough, you know that I quit this platform before. I came back because the people wanted me to come back, you know, but sometimes you feel like you just got to put yourself first, your needs first. I have a lot of things going on as far as in my personal life, good things, but then I have some things where, you know, I need to kind of really be, you know, more locked in on, right? I am a daughter. I am a mother. I am a resource to people, right? People depend on me. I depend on me. And I just feel as though I need to kind of really pour back into myself maybe a little bit more. And me being spread out on various platforms is kind of really taking a lot out of me, if that makes sense. I'm also going to say, too, that content that I cover is very deep. Um, some of it is very dark. Some of it is very troubling. And it does have an effect on your mental like it definitely does you know what I'm saying and sometimes you do become desensitized to a lot of things but I'm gonna talk about what content creators kind of really go through on that platform and why it's imperative for you guys to kind of really know I may have kind of really covered why it's imperative to know I just feel as though content creators do deserve their flowers from their consumers you know just appreciation shares like shout out to you who already do that and just let the content creators know that you know their time and their energy is definitely much so appreciated but i'm gonna get into the cons of what i just cannot stand about youtube and like i said i feel like it's to the point where the pro the pros are not outweighing the cons anymore like the cons are definitely outweighing the pros so let me just speak on this because i have some outline points i have like about five hopefully like i said i don't know how long this is gonna be i'm not gonna try to drag this out but the number one thing that i highlighted in this was life on youtube after monetization so let's get into that so we're gonna get into what it takes to be monetized so in order to be monetized on the platform you need 4,000 watch hours in a consecutive 12 months. So within 12 consecutive months, you need to have totaled at minimum 4,000 watch hours. They don't give a shit about 4,000 views, 5,000 views. No. How many watch hours do you have within a consecutive 12 month span? Okay. Not only do you need the 4,000 watch hours, you also need 1,000 subscribers. So you can have 1,000 subscribers, but that don't mean that you have 4,000 watch hours, right? How much time people are spending on your channel is very imperative in order to get monetized, in order to be a Google partner. Now, I'm gonna say that I reached both very quickly and I kinda really wasn't expecting that, right? I felt like when, before I was monetized and before I became a Google partner, like I kinda really just did this as a hobby and I was just speaking my mind. Um, it was fun, it was cool, it was a hobby. Like it was honestly really a hobby, but I'm gonna say that ever since I've been in monetization that I feel as though that this has become a job at some point that I'm some type of media personality and um, I have to be accredited, not saying that I shouldn't have to be before, 
but I just feel as though it's more pressure when you are monetized to kind of really deliver a certain type of content and it doesn't become fun anymore it becomes literally like a job the bigger you get on this platform right so it could honestly be a gift and a curse and it can be somewhat of unexpectedly just surprising or just what are the words that i'm looking for the correct verbiage it could just basically be unbeknownst when you get to the 1000 mark and you do start getting monetized and you do become a Google partner because you still want things to still remain the same, but then it's like, you're not the same or your con your content is not going to be the same and how you make your content is not going to be the same. If that should make sense. The second thing I kind of really highlighted is, is basically how the monetization works in super chat. So basically in order to basically have your content be able to be greenlit to be monetized because i describe it like a traffic light so if your content whatever content you upload whether it's a live stream if it's a, a pre-recorded video if it's a stream yard video that's live stream right you either get a red uh a red dollar sign you get a gold or yellow dollar sign and then you have the green so in order to get your videos kind of really green lit it's kind of really you meeting all the youtube guidelines or whatever the case may be and you're going to be able to have content that is ad friendly if you are in the yellow that means like and eh, you're kind of really teetering on the borderline certain ads will basically not be played on your your video and then red is completely like your video is not up for monetization i'm not gonna lie to y'all a lot of content creators have been getting copyright stricken they've been getting videos taken down they have been in the red and they have been told by Google and YouTube that certain content is just not up for monetization. I have received videos saying that my content on certain videos, videos that I was doing, I did a video recently on XXX Tentacion and Drake and the whole situation with that on the trial that's starting literally tomorrow. And I got an email from YouTube telling me that my video is being blocked in certain countries how they're not going to be basically pushing my video through the algorithm in certain countries and how my video was not able to be monetized and i'm like for what you know what i'm saying like for absolutely what the having you know someone review your content meaning a person from silicon valley out in in mountain view california you know has to go over your content go over the transcripts of your content to make sure that you know you're kind of really in compliance with google and then see if it could get monetized like it's just really becoming very much so harder to basically get your coin on that platform and i feel as though because we put so much time in that YouTube and Google should be paying the money to the content creator, right? Not necessarily just the, uh, the consumers through the super chats or whatever the case may be, or the cash apps. I feel as though YouTube and Google have a responsibility to basically fairly compensate their content creators. And they just don't like, and it really is a turnoff. It's a major turnoff when you're working on content for three, four or five hours, whether it's a pre-record or a live stream or whatever it is for it not to come out to be monetized. Like it's really a slap in the face, but yeah. So 
that really honestly is like a real gr gear grinder for me and i'm gonna move on because i don't want to spend too much time on it because i see i'm already like at the 12 minute mark but then we got the troll and the bot accounts now i just feel like sometimes this platform well not necessarily this but youtube youtube is a platform where people want you to um kind of really parrot or kind of really be an extension of blogs especially if you cover entertainment and celebrity gossip news and you know you have to tell people if you're not that that this ain't that and that ain't it from the troll accounts to the bot accounts you know what i'm saying like you can tell when you have bot accounts and the bot accounts are really becoming a thing where it's being more prevalent now right it's there in live chats they're in the comment section like about just regular crazy shit from like porn to you know cryptocurrency like it's just really really crazy how the bot accounts just find their way to certain people's content and channels and this is another one too so this is basically number four number four or five i'm gonna say this is number one two three four five this is number six number six would definitely have to be the copyright strikes like man listen like if it's not a, a hater that hates you personally striking your channel it's basically youtube saying that you're getting a strike because x y and z and a lot of the times it's over something that's just honestly nonsense but it happens a lot and um it definitely happened to me one time i gave an opinion with fact backed up with the world health organization and once i literally got off the live i got an email from youtube telling me that i got a copyright warning and that the next time that they had to tell me about certain things that they were basically going to strike my channel so it's just like y'all it's just ridiculous and crazy and i'm gonna say point number seven is honestly i kind of really touched on this already but i just feel like it's too much work and not enough pay like i'm gonna be i'm gonna just be straight up it's too much work and not enough pay and no you know you shouldn't be in it for the money but when you see like really asinine things being pushed through the algorithm getting millions of views or you know all their notifications are going out that's another thing too not sending out notifications having people having to unsubscribe and resubscribe and hit the notification bell like it's just so many steps and so much work on the consumers to support the content creator and it's just not a fair deal across the board when youtube is not doing their job i have never ever ever in my life and i put this on my life i've never bought a subscriber ever so i don't understand how if i have 10 or 12,000 or 11,000 subscribers why aren't all these accounts getting notifications why it's insane to me there's no way that i should have 12,000 subscribers and I can't have a pre-record within two days reach a thousand views. That's when I know something funny is honestly really going on and you're blatantly blocking my shit. But if I was to speak about something very asinine, very dumb, you would definitely have no problem pushing me through the algorithm and making sure I have impression. So it's just crazy how they pick and choose and that content creators are feeling like they have to go to other spaces in order to be heard or be taken seriously. So I just feel like, again, it's YouTube's responsibility to basically fairly compensate the content creators and they don't. And I feel like it's just too much work and just not enough pay. And 
it's a lot of stress. It's a lot of stress. It, it takes a lot. It takes a lot and you gotta definitely do have thick skin. Another thing, and I'm gonna say this is the, what really grinds my gears the most. And what grinds my gears the most is honestly the stealing of the content, y'all. Like when you put so much work into your content, so much research, the editing, and when you're a one man or one woman show, you don't have all the theatrics, you don't have all the assistance and the people behind you. For a bigger platform with 500,000, 400,000, 900,000 subscribers to be basically hiding and watching your content in the bushes and then going and basically taking your content and remixing it and putting it on their channel just paraphrasing what you said you know it's like just straight up plagiarism and it happens all the time and it's been happening for a couple of years where we didn't have bigger content creators stealing from smaller content creators like i have literally hung up on a live and like literally two minutes later i would get a notification saying that that person is going live and literally saying everything i just said on my live like i've seen that and i've not only seen it with myself i've seen it with other creators as well so it really has to stop and i've said this before on my channel that i feel like people who have big platforms need to really stop this because there's so much content to to choose from out here that you don't have to go and take from a smaller creator and not give them credit. And I feel like a lot of y'all don't wanna do that because if you start putting other smaller channels on, you feel as though that your watch hours and your bread and butter is gonna go down because they're gonna go and they're gonna be tapped into the other channel. And then they're gonna see how you done took a lot of their content straight up. So it's just honestly a lot of things, you know what I'm saying? Just a lot of just social political games, algorithm games, stealing of the content games, disloyal people, snakes um so-called friends so-called loyal supporters like you know say one thing and they turn on you or you know they they fucking with the ops it's just like really just a lot of bs and i'm really starting to question whether or not this platform or that platform rather is truly worth it and i'm gonna be honest with you i'm at a point maybe i may feel different but i'm feeling like i really honestly need to fall back from from youtube i really do and i feel like i'm giving more intrinsically and i'm not receiving much of anything intrinsically either or extrinsically like i'm just not i'm really really not I just feel like I'm pouring way too much and I'm not the type of person to be pouring from empty cups. So I definitely do want to, in 2023, give more to the podcast. I want to give more to Patreon and honestly speaking, that's what I'm going to do. Um, I'm not going to abandon YouTube completely, but I will be doing less. And that's just that. Like, I'm sorry if it rubs some people the wrong way or they feel like they're going to unsubscribe. I'm at a point where I'm like, do what you need to do because I know I'm putting myself first. I'm putting my health first, my mental health, my physical health, my family. I'm putting all of that first before anything because sometimes I really do just wish that I was normal in a sense where I didn't have a responsibility to basically do this. And I feel like ever since I've been monetized, I've had some type of responsibility or duty to do this. And it is becoming a lot, but 
I appreciate y'all. I'm not going to talk y'all ill of any more. It's already been 20 some odd minutes. And if you made it all the way to the end, I truly appreciate you for doing so. Again, I want to say Happy New Year to all the unpopular opinions. I love y'all and y'all take care and y'all be well, all right? Peace.